Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Federal court ruled that uh, the federal lobbying commissioner must revisit the Agar Khan's free trip to Trudeau for Mr. Uh, well, for Mr. Trudeau and his family and entourage. And uh, on Thursday at the Federal Court of Appeal, Mr. Trudeau and the Liberal Party appealed the decision by the federal court, and it was Democracy Watch that was responsible for taking this case to the federal court to begin with. Duff Conacher is co-founder of Democracy Watch, and he joins us on the Roy Green Show. Duff, good to talk to you again. You too, Roy. Let me start with the other big story. We'll get to uh, Mr. Trudeau, and you have thoughts and concerns about the Alberta Minister of Justice as well. But can I get your thoughts on what's going on with the Conservative Party of Canada and the declaration by Mr. Scheer that he's going to leave as leader? And now there's talk about an audit, about uh, the party paying for private education, private school education for four of his five children, and the executive director of the party has been fired. Where does that fit into the paradigm? Where does that fit into the, uh, you know, the overall perspective for Democracy Watch and for you? Well, um, the, I think it certainly goes against Andrew Shear's brand to uh, have kids in private school and have the party supplement uh, and pay for part of the cost of having his kids in private school, um, claiming to be very much kind of a man of the people and a counterpoint to Justin Trudeau, who grew up with a trust fund, and, and Shear was always trying to paint Trudeau as part of the elite and then he has four of his five kids in private school, and the party's paying for part of the cost. Um, that is, makes a difficulty for him. There's obviously a controversy as to who knew in the party, and that still remains to be sorted out, some claiming they didn't know, and others saying everyone who needed to know knew in terms of approvals. So that's going to be a bit of a fight um, over the reputation. And, uh, and as well... It just raises the overall big question of what parties do with the, the money that the public gives them. Yes. Because we are forced to give them money. Yes. They all get huge subsidies. And then also what donors give them. And um, there, there's no rules on that. And there should be rules. There should be restrictions and rules and oversight by Elections Canada and far more detailed disclosures so that uh, party members know where their money's going. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. And I find this situation very disturbing. Not that Mr. Shear is leaving. I think that was necessary. But, uh, and, I, and that's on my blog at RoyGreenshow.com. But what's happened, what we're finding out now is disturbing and uh, hope they get to the bottom of it. And people in Canada are paying close attention. Now, when it comes to the federal court appeal, which uh, happened on Thursday, with the Liberals, as I mentioned, appealing the federal court decision brought forward, at least the complaint was brought forward by Democracy Watch. Uh, d- talk about the decision by the, by, the, by, by the court initially, and then the Trudeau Liberals deciding they were going to fight it. They, they don't believe the lobbying commissioner should, in fact, reinvestigate, if you will, the free trip to the Bahamas Island owned by the Aga Khan. Yeah, the federal court r- ruling was a triple win in terms of those who are interested in democratic good government. First of all, it ordered the lobbying commissioner to uh, investigate this trip, uh, and she didn't. It was the former lobbying commissioner. All she did was call someone at the foundation, the Aga Khan's foundation, say, is he paid to lobby? No, no, he isn't. Okay, well, 
uh, if you're not paid to lobby, you don't have to register as a lobbyist. And so she said, oh, that's it. You know, there's nothing here to look at. But actually, this, the senior officer of any organization, a business, a union, any type of organization, is required to ensure everyone in the organization knows about the rules and is following the spirit of the, the lobbyist code of ethics. So she should have looked into whether he tried to stop the trip or was he on the trip uh, with the Aga Khan and, and Trudeau and his family and friends. And uh, if he didn't, then she should have found him guilty of violating those code rules. Secondly, the federal court ruled that uh, board members like the Aga Khan, he's a board member, a chair of the board of his foundation, that uh, they should be uh, registering and disclosing their lobbying, not just if they're paid, but that the law defines it more broadly than that, if they receive any kind of benefit, uh, including just being a board member. And then third, uh, he also said the lobbying commissioner in situations like this, if there's even a potential a question of violations, that she should be investigating it and not just say, oh, I made one call, didn't find anything, so I'll just close the file and close my eyes to any other possible wrongdoing that might be going on. So it was a triple win, and the Trudeau liberals, uh, by appealing the case, were not only protecting his old family friend, the Aga Khan, from accountability for unethical lobbying, but also, they were supporting many board members of businesses and unions and other organizations continuing to lobby in secret and allowing the lobbying commissioner to continue her negligently weak enforcement of the federal lobbying law and ethics code. And, you know, everybody in this country should be really interested in this because if there is an unethical and, in fact, uh, illegal uh, lobbying taking place of politicians and governments, that affects each and every one of us. Very much so. And there are hundreds of organizations that use their board members to lobby uh, claiming, well, we don't pay them to lobby so they don't have to register. So it makes secret lobbying legal for hundreds of big businesses and other organizations. And the federal court said, no, no, you have to interpret this law more broadly. If they receive any benefit, including being handed a board position, and they're lobbying, the, the whole purpose of the Lobbying Act is disclosure of lobbying so the public knows who is lobbying whom. And uh, that was a great expansion of the act from this ruling. Politicians are refusing to make the, this kind of thing happen and ordering the lobbying commissioner to interpret it this way because they want it. You know, every politician has some lobby interest group that they're, they, they uh, support or that supports them, and they want to have secret meetings with them and secret phone calls. So, so this is a big triple win, and the government, by appealing, is trying to stop it. So, so uh, Duff, if, if the court, if the appeals court says, overturns the original uh, federal court decision, does this now then go to the Supreme Court of Canada? And ultimately, what changes may in fact occur from the fact that Democracy Watch, your organization, took this to the federal court in the first instance? Do you really see it making a, ultimately having a significant impact and making significant changes to the way, you know, buddy-buddy business is done? Well, it'll be a step along the way. And if the Federal Court of Appeal rules and overturns the Federal Court ruling we won, we will apply for leave to appeal to the Supreme Court. It's not automatic um, unless one of the judges dissents at the Federal Court of Appeal. The Supreme Court otherwise uh, would have to grant us the permission to appeal. Uh, If we do win overall, then secret lobbying will be more difficult for big businesses and unions and other organizations because their board members would now have to register and they wouldn't be able to use them anymore for secret lobbying. And the lobbying commissioner would be essentially ordered by the court to enforce the law more 
vigorously and, and effectively. Now, whether the lobbying commissioner would do that or whether we'll have to continue to chase her in court, uh, hopefully she would finally do it. But, you know, the, the old lobbying commissioner in her 10-year term let off the hook 100 lobbyists that she caught violating the law. <laughs> wow. And she didn't, because she let them off the hook, we don't know who they are because she didn't name them. She asked them to write essays on not doing it again. or Wait a minute, that's high school. Sorry? That's high school. Yes, and we know 100 lobbyists. She caught 100 lobbyists because there's a summary on her website uh, during her 10-year term, and we don't know who they are. And they were 100 lobbyists that violated the law. So a very negligent, uh, uh, and only 13 were found guilty. So uh, essentially 85% of the people she found broke the law, she let off the hook. Wow. And uh, the new one, we, new one, we're having signs that she's doing the same thing. Um, so, unfortunately, we probably have to continue chasing her after, off the hook, but she'll look very bad uh, but from the Federal Court of Appeal ruling and, and ordering her to do a better job if she doesn't do it. We have about a minute left. What's your concern with the justice minister in Alberta? Justice minister chose a guy who campaigned for him for his election, not only donated, but also helped with his campaign, chose him to set up uh, an inquiry, gave him a $290,000 a year, uh, a $290,000 job to inquire into foreign funding of environmental groups in Alberta who are criticizing the tar sands. And I think it's a clear conflict of interest. You can't hand these kind of jobs to people who campaign for you. They did favors for you, and you're returning the favor. So we filed a complaint with the Ethics Commissioner in Alberta and hope that she'll find that that was an illegal decision. Sounds like that term we've been hearing a lot coming out of Washington, quit pro quo. Very much so. Very much so. Scratching backs uh, and trading favors, that's what we're trying to stop at Democracy Watch across the country. And it's really tough because they all want to continue doing it. Uh, and we're just going to have to keep chasing after them, hoping, hoping for good court rulings and from rulings from ethics commissioners. Well, you do great work for Canadians, and it's democracywatch.ca. And by the way, they don't operate on a federal or provincial government budget. They operate on funds they can raise and funds Canadians provide. So if you go to democracywatch.ca and you feel like um, you ought to contribute to supporting and the work of Democracy Watch, just do so right there, democracywatch.ca. Duff Conacher, always good talking to you. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you very much, Roy. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.